This is IA Forward, your playbook for success as an independent insurance agent. Here to help you knock it out of the ballpark are your hosts, Shane Tatum and Tanya Lead. Shane, sometimes we have to make difficult decisions. Earlier this week, you were out of the country. I had to make a difficult decision. We accidentally kind of sort of melted my hair. And I was at the hairdresser for 11 and a half hours and didn't get to leave to come home till almost 11 o'clock at night. I was talking to, to my husband on, on the way home and made the comment, I cannot believe that I'm going to have to tell my boss that I'm going to be late because I had a hair emergency. And he started laughing and he said, look, you know, Shane knows you. After five years, Shane knows you and he's going to actually think it's funny that you're going to be late because you had a hair emergency. We're having this conversation. We're laughing about it. And I'm like, well, I guess that goes with our core values of honesty wins and make it personal. But I'm not quite sure if it goes along with dependability and earn your way, right? I mean, like there's kind of this dichotomy of... I had an 11 and a half hour hair emergency. How does this feel? And he's like, no, Shane knows you. Honesty wins. (laughs) Right. He's going to get this. There's a reason why we have these core values that don't all sound like the same thing. They're widespread core values. And one of the things is that a couple of things don't necessarily cancel out the other couple of things. So that is a good part. Honesty wins. Dependability doesn't necessarily cancel out honesty wins. It doesn't work that way. And so that's okay. And then plus, I'm a girl dad and a husband. I have a house full of women. I understand when you say hair emergency, I get it. I understand what that means. The first thing in my mind is when hair burns, it smells. I don't know if that's where we're going here, but if that's the actual thing that happens. But surely somebody in the room could smell that there was a problem and could stop the impending disaster before it happened. The impending disaster was a chemical oh, challenge. Okay. A chemical burn okay. glue. Yeah, so it's it wasn't literally hair on fire type of thing. No, it was more like a chemical mm. melted it. That's why I wash my hair with soap. I'm so speechless about you washing your hair with soap. There's there's nothing I can say about that. That being said, <laughs> There are a lot of difficult decisions going on with insurance agents right now. Many, many difficult decisions. Hard market is disrupting tremendously. There's definitely some freak out moments and some oh no moments. It does present itself this idea that there are decisions to be made. The first thing to think about is that you do have a choice on how you handle this and how you handle market disruption and hard markets and price increases. And while this may sound absurd, one of those choices has to be do nothing. It has to be, right? What? So I know where you're going with this because I know how your brain works, but I think you just had about 99% of our listeners within the industry go, "What? what? I get it. Don't turn me off. Listen, just hear me out on this. The choice around difficult decisions, one of the choices always has to be do nothing don't do anything different. That's whether we're talking about changing a process. That's whether we're talking about changing a technology. That's that's any decision that we're making. One of those choices always has to be to continue doing what we're doing or don't change anything. It has to be on the table. And where I'm going with that is that, yes, as price increases, as renewals come in hot, as things are being disruptive, in your agency as books of business are getting turned upside down, 
there is the reality that the entire marketplace is in the same place. The entire marketplace is going through this disruption. So to actually focus your agency on not doing anything different is one of the options that you have to think about. You have to consider it. Being a disruptor versus being disrupted is one of the choices that has to be put on the table. Why is that the first choice that comes to your mind? Well, while sounding crazy right off the top, the reality of it is, is if the entire marketplace is being disrupted, if the entire marketplace is going crazy with price increases and you spend a ton of energy, a ton of staff cost and capacity on just relentlessly focusing on retention and getting ahead of the communication, then you're spending all of that energy doing that. That energy is being taken away from your new business focus. Now, I know you have to retain clients to grow. I understand that. But the reality of it is, is if the entire marketplace is going nuts like it is right now, then there has to be the option to say, well, we're not going to focus as much on retention. We're not going to change our retention process. And some of those customers may shop and leave, but a lot of those customers are going to shop and stay because the entire marketplace is going nuts. And so if that is your choice, that has to be one of your choices. And if you make that choice to go that direction, then you're actually making a conscious choice to say, well, I'm going to put all my energy over here in becoming a disruptor, I'm not going to worry about being disrupted because I think there's a percentage of customers that are going to stay or I think there's a lower percentage of customers that are going to leave because the entire market is going crazy. I don't think this is right or wrong. I think it's right or left. I think it's a choice. I am all for an agency putting all this energy into retention, getting ahead of the conversation, communication, requote, remarket, touching every client. I am 100% for that choice. Okay, I just want to point out, you just used the phrase, Miss Camille, at our ENO told you not to do. We are not supposed to be touching well, clients. Well, we're, we're going to use that that analogy because I can't get it. <laughs> I can't stop. I gotta, I, I, you know, I get it. We don't touch our clients. They know what I'm talking about. Look, you can spend that energy doing that, and it's not a wrong choice. Or you can say, you know what? We're going to be reactive to that. We're not going to put all of our energy into this retention thing. We're going to go over here and spend our energy on the new business and being a disruptor in the marketplace to others. And we're going to grow that way because the reality of it is, is that the percentage of our book of business that actually leaves us in this type of market by shopping around is going to be smaller simply because the entire market's going crazy. It's not like you have this carrier that you have a large percentage of your book with that's going crazy and nobody else is doing that. That's not the type of market situation we're talking about here. We're talking about a market situation where every carrier is struggling to regain profitability, is struggling with inflationary issues, and rates are rising everywhere. And so that's why I think do nothing has to be one of the choices. And when I say do nothing, I'm talking about the retention side. You know, it's so interesting when I have gone into different markets to help business owners over the years, whether it is Corpus Christi, Jackson, Mississippi, Key Largo, Florida, Dothan, Alabama. I mean, like wherever I go, one of the first things that a business owner always says to me is, but Tanya, my market's different. My area is different. 
And I always just want to say your area is different, just like everybody else's. You are unique, just like everyone else, right? And we all think that our own area is different. So as we're listening to crazy ideas like this, we're having this thought of, well, it's different at my agency. My people are different. And maybe it is, but it's probably not. We think it is, but it's probably not that way. Now, it could be different for you or unique to you and your agency, depending on how you built your book. And I'm going to keep saying this, I guess, until the day I die. If you built your book training your customer to be super price sensitive from zero from the ground floor, you built it that way, then yes, you're going to have an abnormal percentage of your book of business that's price shopping you. But they're doing that in a normal market. You're churning in a normal market. But if you built your business and you built your book from an advisory, non-price sensitive approach, then Now, all of a sudden, you've got this price sensitivity because the entire world is in price sensitivity. The entire U.S. economy is at price sensitivity on everything, no matter what we're talking about. When I'm filling up with gas, I'm at a price sensitivity level. And I'm one of those guys that I have to admit, in a normal fuel market, oil and gas market, I'm not the guy that's shopping as I'm driving down the road for the extra two cent decrease on the gas price during my travels. Ooh, I need to stop and get gas even though I'm at a half a tank because that is two cents cheaper than I saw it three miles back. I'm not that guy. I never really pay attention in a normal $2 to $2.20 to $2.30. I don't really pay attention. At $4.50, I'm paying attention. So now the consumer in me who is not price sensitive at all. I think about value, quality over it completely. And that's my approach to most everything. Now I'm looking at it. And the cash price display, by the way, duped me. I got duped yesterday. I paid 10 cents more a gallon and it really ticked me off because they had the cash price up. And when I went to put my card in, yeah. So another whole marketing gimmick that drives me crazy, but I now pay attention to that. So what that tells me is the entire U.S. economy is in price sensitivity right now. So that's the difference compared to I built my book on price versus I didn't build my book on price. Well, both of those books of business are feeling price sensitivity now because the entire economy is price sensitive. So we decided to play the gas game last night and we had gone over to some friend's house and Bucky's is on the way back and Gas prices are higher in Florida than they are in Alabama, and we're right here on the border. And so we decided to stop at Bucky's because 12 cents a gallon is pretty substantial right now, right? To fill up the car. Hey, y'all got a Bucky's? Yeah. Yeah. We have the first Bucky's outside of Texas here. Wow. Man, Bucky's is cool. Yeah. So we decided to stop at Bucky's to fill the gas tank up. But by the time we spent $90 inside, I'm really not sure if we saved our 12 cents a gallon. A convenience store that has shopping carts. That's like crazy stuff, like can't get my head around it. The first time I went into the Bucky's and saw that they had implemented shopping carts and it's a convenience store, you know that's almost like your little red flag that says turn around and walk out because that's what's going to happen to you. If the convenience store is so big that it's got a shopping cart, you're in trouble from day one. 
But I agree. I understand how you could get upside down there really quick. But we did discover they sell their sliced brisket by the pound last night. That's what we had for dinner and there you go. lunch today. Mm. So. so you went with convenience, <laughs> right? I mean, and it's good brisket. You went with the quality over the price sensitivity. So there you go. You just you just proved my point. With a Bucky's analogy. There we go. So thinking about it, I think so many of us are, are trying to think about retention, mainly so we don't get yelled at. Like, or we're trying to keep our staff members from getting yelled at because a 20, 40, 70% increase is pretty substantial. And if we have a client, no matter how good of a client they are, how great of an agent we have been for them, there's a time that I wasn't in this industry. And so had I gotten a 30, 40% rate increase, not having had an accident, not having had a ticket, having a really safe driving record, and then I get this bill and it's gone up 40%, I'm probably not going to be the happiest client. So why is it not better to get out in front of that? To be clear, I'm not saying it's not better. I'm not saying it's better or worse. I'm simply saying it has to be on the table as an option. That's to be clear what I'm trying to communicate here. It's understanding that you're the person in front of them that their reaction is going to come out to. When I got gas last night and got back in the truck because I paid at the pump, of course, you know, I could have went in and yelled at the clerk behind the cash register, but then I would have had to walk in and I would have had to take time to do that. And the pump itself isn't going to give me the feedback that I want or the response that I want. So if I yell at the pump, I'm just yelling at an object that will not give me that that response. And so what do I do? I get in the truck. No, I don't yell at my wife, but I vent to my wife that I just spent $100 filling up my truck. When you think about it in that context, the consumer's calling and complaining and yelling at our account manager because their price went up because they're the person that's there. They're available. And so I think, number one, that's a good thing if we turn this around. It feels terrible, but you have to be able to say, hey, look, I'm a consumer too. I get it. Mine's going up. You have to be able to turn this conversation around and realize that that person is yelling at you not because of you, not because they're mad at you. They're mad at the entire situation. They're mad at the economy. They're mad their wages may not be increasing at the rate of the inflation. Whatever it is, they may have just had an argument with their spouse or boyfriend or girlfriend. I don't know. You don't know where the source of that angriness has come from. And the price going up on their insurance is the thing of the moment and you are the person in front of them and they're yelling at you because you're there. I think there's a lot of that that goes on. And I think about me, I think about my world. I have tried to get better at that. Don't yell at the person that is doing the at the checkout line in the grocery store when there's 24 empty checkout lines and there's one person checking, and there's 18 people in line, it's not her or his fault. So I think about things like that. Just because she or he is there doesn't mean we need to yell at them. It's not their fault. They're doing the best they can. The consumer side of this is you're just there. You're in front of them right now, and that's why you're the one getting the brunt of this frustration. So how do we keep morale up with our employees through that? Because we can say that. We can say, act like duck feathers, let it roll off your back. But there's only so many times a day you can let somebody yell at you before it really does start to affect you. You know, you can take this approach of 
Turn it around. If someone's yelling at you about this, are they really the customer that you want? Because not every one of your customers is going to yell at you. They may be frustrated. They may be like, man, I just can't keep having everything increase on me. That's not yelling at you. Number one, that's just someone saying, I don't know what to do with this. The person that is actually yelling at you, that's coming unglued on you, I empower our people to say, I don't know that we want your business. Maybe we're not the best place for you. Because even in an economy like this, there is this humanity, there is this professionalism thing that I think we have a right to expect from our relationships, even with our customers. And I think it's 100% okay to tell your account management staff, to tell your renewal specialist, your retention specialist, hey, if you get a problem, if somebody's just relenting on you, you transfer them to me. You let me have them and I'll take care of that. I had that happen a couple of months ago. Individual I knew really well, taking it out on one of our account managers, they knew that. They sent it to me. I got in the middle of it. I told him I didn't think we were the place for him at this point. He went away. We lost the customer. Problem solved. Some people might sit out there and go, oh my gosh, what do you mean you lost the customer? I did. It wasn't that important. That one customer doesn't make or break our agency. That account manager does a fantastic job on her book of business and doesn't deserve that type of thing in her life. She's got enough other things going on. Her world inflationary cost is going up too. She's got other problems. She's got childcare increases. She's got gasoline increases. She's got all these other problems, food cost increases, and she's trying to support her family. The last thing she needs is some jerk hammering on her during the day. And so I think think that's important as agency owners that we be willing to step in and help our staff by taking some of that brunt and saying, you know what, this is not where we want to be. This may be this person, maybe this one customer isn't for us. I think it's a tough time. And I think the other side of this is that it's a constant negative conversation. Well, that's different because it is a lot of constant negative conversation. And that's why I say the choice of nothing has to be on the table because is it what's going to be better? I'm not sure. I don't have this perfect answer that says, well, it's better to chase and put 100% of your effort on retention. Or hey, it's better to be reactive on retention and put 100% of your effort into selling new business and being a disruptor. It depends on the agency. It depends on the owner. It depends on a choice. Like again, right or left, not right or wrong on this one. From a marketer's perspective, this is a goldmine because everybody's facing this kind of rate increase. So if we take the same effort or even half of the effort that we are putting into retention and going out and trying to grab new business, because everybody's going through this, there's not a single agency out there that's not going through this. And so if we capitalize on this opportunity and say, hey, I am going after new business, what would happen? We're increasing our marketing budget. That's one of the things that we've been doing is we've over the last six months, we decided to do that because 70 something percent of the business in personal lines is with a direct or captive carrier. And for us, I'm willing to take that risk. I think it's a good risk. I think it's a calculated good risk to say, hey, we want to be aware of our retention. We want to do what we can for our people, for our customers. We do want to do that. But a lot of the times where they're at is the best place, even after a remarket. In market conditions like this, a lot of times where they're at 
is still where they're going to be. So you just put all of this energy into doing a bunch of stuff to end up with the same result. Well, what if you took all of that energy and you did more marketing and you focused on that 70% of the marketplace that's with a captive or direct carrier and you grew and oh, okay, your retention dropped a little bit because you lost some customers. That's why I'm saying it has to be on the table. That's why I'm saying this idea of do nothing or not focus on retention, not focus on being disrupted is a choice that you have to consider. Not saying it's the best choice. I'm saying it's the choice that has to be considered. I'm going to leave us with this inspirational quote today. I usually go with sports, but this one's Socrates, who may have loved a good game of football or baseball. Who knows? The secret of change is to focus all of your energy, not on fighting the old, but on building the new. Attitude's a choice. Make a great one. Bye, y'all. Ready to get the ball rolling with your independent agency? Learn more at IntegraAgent.com. That's IntegraAgent.com. Thank you for joining us on IA Forward. Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now or learn more at IAForward.com.